0: special live edition of the drinking from the garden Hotes podcast uh this is one of your hosts ed and i'm here tonight with obi what's happening obi
1: hey ed all's good thanks for having me on your special episode this bonus episode uh it's gonna be a good one you're gonna share lots of pictures lots of good stories i can't wait to be a wise guy and make some comments and for anyone who's just listening on the podcast wants to see the pictures you can find it on uh YouTube at me my scotch and I, and with that I'm gonna hand it back over to you Ed, and you let me know when you're ready for me to start sharing some pictures with the group.
0: Awesome. So Obi, uh, you're not only the IT guy, but you're also a fellow Rutgers alum, so that's one of the reasons you're on this this special episode tonight. So uh, normally we're a podcast where you can find us anywhere you get your podcasts: uh, Spotify, Apple, uh, Google, even your Alexa will uh, play us. Again, drinking from the garden hose, but. Uh, Tonight, we are live to you because we we do have some pictures to show. Uh, So tonight's show is really Rutgers tailgating back in the day. So I really wanted to take us on a a journey of of Rutgers tailgating when it started for me and up until two weeks ago when I went to the game uh, and saw Rutgers trounce temple. So, oh, but you want to bring up that uh, slide deck and we can just jump right into this. And so while you're bringing that up. Uh, the days and nights tailgating team is, and we'll get into that and how that came about, but uh, I got so into tailgating over the years that I, we, we created a tailgating team, and, um, and I'll tell you what, lifetime friendship, lifelong friendships are, are built when you do things like that. So, um, Obi, next slide. So, my journey for Rutgers tailgating started back in the fall of 1990, and that's when I showed up as a freshman at, at Rutgers University. And uh, if you weren't around then, and some of you may not even have been alive back then, but this is what the stadium looked like when I showed up on campus. Now, you know, maybe and them, that's they, why they couldn't win a game. <laughs> well, that's why they couldn't get recruits. That's for damn sure. And, and that's why most people didn't go to the game. And if you, if you remember back in 1990, early nineties, the big games that Rutgers played were at giant stadium because this stadium here is only obviously one side of it, but. It only sat about twenty thousand in people so when i was a freshman in 1990 the games i would go to they were up at giant stadium so i wasn't tailgating uh, and most people weren't uh back in in 1990. Uh, my first real tailgate start it was really 1992 and and this is where things have, ch- have changed a lot so 1992 I, I pledged the fraternity and it was homecoming and for those of you ruckers fans you know homecoming was october 31st halloween we played Virginia Tech that day. It was a 12 noon start, so the tailgate and, and records was sticklers about uh, when the, the lots opened. So the tailgate started that day at 7 a.m and the front of the now blue lot was turned into like a fraternity. Uh, it turned into a mosh pit, but it was a fraternity area where every fraternity got a square and the square was, I don't know, maybe you know 100 by 100 and you could do whatever you wanted if you were a fraternity. So, the richer fraternities they 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 pulled a flatbed in and generator and they had a band play. Uh, my fraternity we showed up with this huge bucket of, of beer, I mean, I think we had 100 cases of beer in there, and uh, that was the first tailgate I attended. Now, I was 20 years old, and something about Rutgers back in the day, and Obie, I'm sure you remember this the Targum every year would post. How many people were arrested for underage drinking the homecoming before, right as a deterrent? And you would see 40, 50 people. I knew someone who got jammed up for it and you know went to court and uh, you know had a $150 fine or whatever, but most importantly he missed the rest of the tailgate. And so when you're 20 years old at a Rutgers tailgate, you drink with your neck on a swivel because you're always looking for the cop. So it's not the most uh relaxing tailgate. But you're also 20 years old and you're drinking peel. so it's it, it's a it's a fun time. Now that game is known is known for one of the greatest comebacks in Rutgers history, right? Forte, uh, I believe, the Brantley in the end zone, right? I didn't go to the game. I met uh, I met a girl the night before at a a pre homecoming party, and and I skipped out after the tailgate and hung out with her. Um, so I, I'm ashamed. I hope met. some
1: of your stories will be with you at the game. Just just saying.
0: <laughs> well. Listen, we're talking about tailgating back then to now. Right? So then this stadium, they obviously, you know, what it is today. So in 1993, we had to go play at uh, giant stadium. This stadium was under construction. So we get to, to giant stadium and it's a different, it's a different crowd when you get there, right? You, everyone in, on, on campus has to drive and uh coming in 93, our uh, fraternity advisor from national was visiting. So we did not have hundred cases of beer at the giant stadium parking lot. So let's just say we weren't too happy with that guy and we made him sleep on a couch. Um, but then, you know, then later that, later that year, he wasn't around and we played uh, Penn State football. And Obi, I don't know, you know, Penn State obviously is a big rival and, and, and people today don't, I don't know if they really understand the Penn State rivalry, but when you go to Rutgers, and basically back in the early nineties, when we were in the 810, you just knew that you hated them. They were your rival. So 1993, we're playing, uh, Penn State up at giant stadium and uh, the fraternity advisor wasn't there, so we actually had our beer and we're hanging out. and I'll never forget one of the fraternity brothers he he, he couldn't make it to the Portage well I couldn't made it to the poor John, but we're college kids. So whatever he goes he tries to go in between the two cars and we're gonna get more on that later what college kids do. So he goes in between two cars. Now they were our cars, so this is an important part of that story. And uh, he's a tall guy, so instead of uh, standing straight up, he kneels down. So he puts one knee on the ground. So think about this. If you're a guy kneel down one knee on the ground, trying to, to go to the bathroom in the parking lot. Well, clearly he uh, ended up peeing down one, one side of his leg, Right. So to make matters worse, he figures the only way that he can actually go in the game without people laughing at him is he takes another full beer and dumps it on the other side of his leg and figures out that, you know, I spilled the beer on me. So, so that's,
1: he must be an artist.
0: <laughs> he, he is an artist. So, so you go, you go from, from tailgating there, you go from ta- tailgating at uh, this stadium in, in Giant Stadium in the fraternity zone, and then the new stadium comes. So you wanna go to the next slide, Obi. So you graduate college, you know, and uh, you become a real adult. And this is what you show up to your first tailgates with when you first get ta- uh, season tickets. You show up with a styrofoam cooler and uh, you're drinking a bunch of, uh, Miller lights with fold, the old foldable beach chairs, and uh, you're drink, you're eating subs from MV Deli. That that's the tailgate. Three guys, a cooler, and MV Deli subs. Uh, it's kind of pathetic, actually. Um, we started out in the yellow lot, and uh, the yellow lot was where all the old people hung out. So we we eventually had to get out of the yellow lot and get to the blue lot. But before uh, we we get into that, if you notice in this there's nobody at the games still brand new stadium not a lot of people at the state the cars are parked probably double the width that they are now so uh next slide obi so then you can see here still cars look how far apart these cars are, are spaced. i mean there's about four or five feet in between each car there's uh, ample width the, in between the uh in between the cars to walk i mean the, the old saying on the back of the parking pass was that Rutgers had to get an ambulance to the, the, the area. And it was real easy. You can see there's nobody at these games. And this is, the, you know, the height of the Terry Shea era, right? So I guess that makes sense. Um, but I'll, I'll tell you, we learned a very important lesson during this time. Uh, Notre Dame, 1999, they come to, to Rutgers, and I, we invited friends. This was maybe our first real big tailgate after college. We a bunch of friends and you know at the time we we didn't know any better and we we're, were thinking okay so-and-so's got the beer whoever so-and-so was it, it may have been me may not have been me um, did not buy enough beer obi we we ran out of beer now that game was in late november it was freezing that day and we were relegated to drinking frozen margarita mix because we ran out
1: of beer. You deserve that. You know, you know better now. Better have something to come home with.
0: Well, so here's the important part that we learned that day. We learned, and this is important as the, the uh, iteration of our tailgating went, is that everybody's responsible for their own alcoholic beverages. This way, no one screws everyone. You you bring your own. If you bring a six pack and you run out, that's on you, right? So as you said, bring a 12 pack so you have something to bring home. You certainly don't want to run out. Um, so we can go to the, the next slide here. So as you see right here, this is one of those Coleman easy tailgate grills uh, that, you know, this was our first big investment uh, into the tailgate, right? Again, you still see not a lot of people here, but we're moved over to the blue lot at this point point. and we get this grill and every time we would cook and we would clean it up and we'd have to cool it down, we'd put it back in the trunk uh, so it wouldn't get stolen, right? But then I started noticing, like, if you go to a Yankee game or if you go to a giant game, people just leave their stuff out and nothing happens to it, right? So- One game, uh, but this was 96, 97, doesn't really matter at this point. No, no, this is probably 2000, 2001, doesn't really matter. Well, um, we leave the grill out because it's hot and just didn't, just had to go into the game. We come back from the game and it's stolen.
1: Sitting in some paternity right now.
0: (laughs) Well, if they're still using it, they're screwed because it's about 20 years old right now. But so learned another lesson, right? So it's all, life is all about the lessons you learn and how you improve from that. So you learn about, you know, making sure either somebody stays back or, or you lock your stuff up so we can go on to the next slide. So so it's all about the parting at this point. Right. Terry Shea is still a coach. We're in the blue lot. There's not a lot of people there. And this picture here, it's really hard to see because those are raindrops coming down. So this was like a thunderstorm delay. The game didn't start on time um, and people started to leave. And that's a buddy of mine. You can barely see it, but he's sitting on the hood of a car because uh, we've been partying and he's he's telling people to get out of the way. He's clearing he's clearing traffic so this car can leave. So think about this. The height, we're at a Rutgers football game and people are leaving before the, the game even starts. And, hey, now and that so, included you uh, yeah you know I was not on the in that car. <laughs> I was taking the picture. So I, I eventually went into the game that day but clearly I was not in there for kickoff if, if that makes a lot of sense. Right. And so that continued, I mean, this type of tailgating continued with nobody in the in the lots or people would just go and drink and not even go into the game. That continued even into the first couple of years of the Greg Chiena regime in in 2001, 2002, 2003 is when when things started to get a a little crazier. And so uh, we again, we started to amp up our tailgating and we started to go into the games on time and things were going really well. Next slide, please. And so at about that time, 2005, my first kid comes, right? So this is the evolution of tailgating, right? So prior to the first kid, it's all about the party. It's all about the beer. Uh, it's all about having a good time.
1: And then comes Shiano and you have a baby. Like, so this is Greg Shiano. The kids are on him.
0: The kid, well, you know, it's, it's interesting that at the same time I start to have real responsibilities, I actually start to want to go to the games, right? <laughs> So it's always, it's, but you know what, when they're this age and they're in a stroller, you can take them anywhere. And so here's a couple things, again, about then and now, right? This stroller, and again, if you're listening to us, you can't see, it, but it's a normal stroller. We could take it into games back in the day. There was no rules. You could, you could used to be able to take umbrellas. I mean, there was rules, but you could take umbrellas into the stadium. But so we would take the stroller into the stadium. My wife would push her around the, the upper, you know, the uh, the concourse so she could sleep. And, and I would be down with my buddies uh, watching, the, watching the game. And so, again, it's still very easy to tailgate. You put her in a spot, she stays there, right? Uh, next slide. But it's starting to get a little crazier, right? Um, <laughs> you, see, you, you see in this, the craziness is, you know, you start to get props, right? As your tailgate team grows, you get some props. We have a night helmet on, on a human person here. But you can still see in the background here though, there's a few more people, but there's still a lot, a lot of space um, but we're, we're starting to grow. So next slide. So then we get to 2006. And so if you go back to that first slide I showed with what the stadium looked like when I arrived in 1990, you can see this, this scoreboard in 19, or in 2006, a big upgrade. We got a video board up there. You um, got advertising, people are paying to advertise at Rutgers Stadium, but you can also tell that that's still an open end to the stadium. So 2006 comes and Rutgers goes on that historic role that everybody knows. Uh, next slide, please. And you can see though, even in 2006, while I'm making my Heisman pose here with another prop, you can still see cars are parked far apart and there's still not a lot of people in the line. This is the blue lot, And what it, we're taking a picture here and there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven cars in view, one flagpole and one other person besides me. That's really unheard of if you go to a Rutgers tailgate today. And this was, this was Shiano's moment, right? So next slide. So it's still it's still a little crazy. I mean, look at this. We're kicking field goals in the blue lot now. There's more people here, but this is still 2006, and there's enough room in between the cars to actually kick a football. Um, now, I'm showing you us kicking a football. I have no idea about the people behind me while I'm taking this picture. They may be pissed as hell. I have no idea, but, <laughs> but we kicked a live football in the parking lot with no issues. Um, and so. About this time, there was another phenomenon going on: um, fake parking passes. Right, the parking pass was a piece of blue construction paper for the the blue lot, or yellow for yellow, red for red. All you had to do is take it to work and put it on your copier, and you could have copied it, and you could have had extra parking passes. Now, I'm not saying I ever did that, because um, I'm and but I know people who did it, right? And so. There, there's still plenty of room in these parking lots, even with fake parking passes at the time. So, just to set the stage, 2006, historic year, plenty of space available. Obi, next slide, please. I just had to put this in here because I mean, think about it. If all of us hard diehard fans, can you can you say you were going to games when you were under one years old?
1: No, no I can't. No, I can't. We'll we'll see if she's going to games when she's 19 at Rutgers or if she. Breaks the family tradition.
0: Uh, she, she might, but as a 16-year-old, she's still shaming me on public on social media to go to games. So, But that's what happens when you start bringing your kid to, to games when they're, they're six months old. So next slide. So at the end of 2006, when it became obvious that Rutgers was a really good team, they had a Sunday night game against UConn. And... At this time, Rutgers was in the top twenty-five. I think they were like fifteenth or sixteenth at the time. And Sunday night, UConn. The next game after that is Louisville. Now, Louisville's like three in the in the country, so everyone's looking at the UConn game. Is like we got to get by UConn. And UConn isn't that great. We got to beat them. But the tailgate that night was off the hook, right? I mean, we had beer. We had beer bongs at the t- tailgate, right? So we're taking a step up, right? It's a night game. It was freezing that night.
1: Speaking of back in the day and whatever happened to, whatever happened to calling a beer bong a funnel?
0: Well, uh, I had a brain fart there. You're right. It is a beer funnel, but, you know, we had a funnel. You know, I think it becomes a beer bong when you put a, a valve at the end. instead of <laughs> Okay. Stick, instead of sticking your tongue in the end to keep the beer from coming out until you're ready to go, I think when there's a valve at the end, it's a beer bong. I mean, okay. I don't know. That might be a technical term, but – and so that night – we also put, next slide, we also pulled out the tiki torches. Now, our tailgate team is really starting to take a leap here. You see the tiki torches in the Rutgers parking lot here. Um, I'm not sure that's legal today, but it was back in 2006. So you start to see people come into games that didn't even have season tickets. They just wanted to get into that game. Uh, that's what happened this evening. And our, our tailgate team, you know, starts to, starts to take off. Next uh, Next slide, please. So now, now you now all of a sudden, we're, this is probably 2007. People are showing up to tailgates, right? There's tents. Look at the cars. Look at all the people here. Um, so I think tailgating really starts to take off around 2007. Um, so next slide, please. So here, you know, now we there's more people here. We got a double tent. So we got a 10 by 20 tent here. There. It, hey. So here's the other thing you learn when you're tailgating, right? So Rutgers, you tailgate, unless you're like super rich and you're tailgating in the Scarlet lot where it's paved, you're tailgating on grass, right? Well, guess what happens in the fall at Rutgers after a couple games and it rains? That grass turns into mud, right? So what's the number one thing you can do to avoid getting all muddy? You bring hay. So you go buy hay, you bring it, you spread it all out. I'm sure the maintenance people at Rutgers love us for that, but you'll see there's hay here. So that, that's keeping us, our feet dry. Got the Scarlet Knights showing up to our tailgates. More people. It's crowded.
1: Let, let's just repeat that for the for our listeners. The key here of hay. Like that right there is the first big time, important, unknown to me tailgating clue for the professionals. It's bring hay, keep your feet dry. Don't worry. I love it. Thank you.
0: You gotta bring you gotta bring hay. So next slide. So it's going great, 2009 comes, more kids, more complications, and we're going to get that in a little bit. But still, again, the second kid doesn't move much, right? So you can still go along tailgating, more people showing up. Next slide, please. So about this time, uh, as we get into 2011, we had these guys that sat behind it. I'm going to get to this slide in a second. When we, when we, we had these guys sitting behind us, and I talk about tailgating team. And they sat behind us every year since we started going to these games. And remember, I told you, it was all about the party. We'd show up late. And these guys were about 10 to 12 years older than us, right? And so for the first, I don't know, five or six years, we wouldn't even talk to them. Because we would show up in the stadium in such a good mood, we didn't think anybody else liked us. Because we we thought they were jealous of how good of a mood we were in. And so we just thought everybody was talking about us and not trying to talk to us. And finally, one day we started talking to them behind us, found out that they're huge Rutgers fans, found out where they tailgated, and, and then we made plans that they should start tailgating with us. So in 2011, these guys, uh, a group of, uh, actually it's a huge group, there are probably 20 of them, they joined with our group and we formed Days and Nights Tailgating. And so t- 2011 kicks off, beautiful day. If you're a Rutgers student, you know that those summer, those September, Saturday games, Just a beautiful weather, right? You're probably low 80s, high 70s, not a care in the world. And then you're tailgating, you look over and you just see what, 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 five, six, seven freshmen, sophomore, I don't know, maybe seniors dancing on top of a pickup truck. The important thing here to notice, if you're not watching this, is these young ladies are not in the back of the pickup truck. The back of the pickup truck is filled in this picture as well. They're on top of the pickup truck. I mean, there's no way this pickup truck can go home with scratches and dents, right? They're on top of it, so it, things are really getting out of control here in 2011 as uh, as Rutgers and Shiano is building something. So, next slide. So, again, as I told you, days and nights comes in. So, you see a flagpole here. We have our own. We have our own flag. Uh, things are going well there. Next slide, please. And then, and then we start getting. We start. We start getting really creative, right? We get people, we got shirts, we got pumpkin par- carvings, right? I told you, we combine the, the spread we have, the, the, just the, the beverage selection we have, the amount of food. I mean, this is a, a, a fine tuned machine. We have a PowerPoint deck that goes out prior to the uh, tailgate that tells everybody what they need to bring. You know, this is after text messages going back and forth. And it's just really, really well done. About this time, we get noticed by, by the Rutgers staff for our tailgates. And they start coming to visit, and they start telling us about the Miller Lite uh, Tailgater of the Game uh, Award. And I think this might be the night we won the Tailgater of the Game uh, Award in 2012, So in October. So go ahead, uh, next slide. So then, if you win the Tailgater of the Year Award, you go on to uh, whoever, Tailgater of the Game, they take the six winners of the tailgater of the game. Last game of the season, it's a big battle. All six go for the of the year. So just see a picture here. We went all out that night. You know, we bring the generators. We got Christmas lights going up because it was a December game. We have a lamp, a custom lampshade. We kind of made a, a living room setting here. We brought the Christmas tree because we're getting ready for Christmas. And uh, we end up winning tailgate of the year. Next slide, please. And so, of course, you know, days and nights, we're up on the, the big screen at Rutgers. Now, the, the sad thing about this is um, – the scoreboard shows you is Louisville Louisville's beaten Rutgers. Um, we got robbed that night. We should have gone to the Orange Bowl, but uh, I digress. This is about tailgating. So again, all about the party and all about being the Miller Lite Tailgater of the Year. Next slide, please.
1: So here's the Fat
0: Cat slide. You you can't talk about Rutgers without talking about Fat Cats. So I remember when I was a student at Rutgers, Fat Cats were about two fifty. Obie, is that about right?
1: Uh, it, yeah, that sounds about right.
0: Okay. So, obviously, this picture was taken a number of years later, but fat cat here, five bucks for a fat cat. I think they're over $10 now. Now,
1: is this a, you know, when we were at school, we're going to really change up the subject here. And apologies to everyone. Uh, fat cats were only at grease trucks, and now they've moved on to restaurants. Is this a restaurant picture or a grease truck picture? Oh, uh, this
0: is a grease truck picture back when the grease trucks were still, still in the, uh, the parking lot across the street from the old fraternity house. Now, so that parking lot on College Ave across from Scott Hall, where all the grease trucks hang out. So what, Not there anymore. So what, me and the, so what I forgot to mention is at one point, I think it was before I had kids, we would always get a hotel room, uh, you know, one night uh, a year, the guys, and we would come down. Again, we would stay at the Hyatt Regency. And what you would always do is after the game, you go back to the Hyatt, and then you'd walk up to the bars on Eastern Ave. And then you would walk back, and you'd hit the—that's where I got this picture. You hit the grease trucks on the way back to the Hyatt. I will tell you, one night we um, our old fraternity house was uh, taken over by uh, another fraternity because our—yeah, our, you know well, the fraternity went out of uh, existence. And uh, the, one of the guys I was with decided that uh, we should go get a tour of the old house. And so we sweet talked a little freshman that was working the—you know—security at the door, and we get into the house. We go down to the basement where this party's going on. Com- feeling completely out of out of place and of course what do you th- what do you get when you go down into a basement of a fraternity house you get a line for beer right never 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 our intention we wanted a, a tour but of course as soon as you're down there and there's a line for beer seems like a good idea to get a beer uh, also seems like a good idea not to wait online when you actually have money in your pocket like when you're in college so as soon as the first guy started throwing the 20 around So that we could get service. Apparently we became narcs instantly and we got kicked out. So not only did I get kicked out of fraternity houses when I was an undergrad, I also got kicked out after a Rutgers tailgate, but I digress on that one. Uh, We can go on to the next slide before I tell too many more incriminating stories. So we win the tailgater of the year in 2012 and to the victors go the spoils. As you can see here, the next year we're celebrating. We got the RU cheerleaders coming by to congratulate us. So this is, I mean, tailgate. I mean, I don't even know what the name of that flower is or that that must be a mum or something, right? That's a beautiful, uh, that's a beautiful something. We got a pumpkin part carving there and we got the cheerleaders with us celebrating. So and you can see the corn stalks there I and mean, really going all out here. I mean, this is where tailgating has gone from that styrofoam cooler uh, to this. Next slide, Obi. And so then we get to 2014 and we enter the, the Big Ten. This is really, starts the downfall. You know, the kids that I had years before are part of it as well, but this really starts the downfall. So you see, uh, you know, we're gonna, we are planning on beating Penn State that night. You can see the sword there. Uh, next slide. But the things got crazy, really crazy in the blue lot. So you're starting to see some pictures here of just how crowded the parking lot got. You know, th- those earlier pictures I showed you, like five, six feet in between cars, nobody around. Now, all of a sudden you got enough room to open your door, maybe in between cars and there's students everywhere. So what happened is, remember I told you back 1990, 92, and I'm sure this is your experience, either, you don't really go to the tailgate. You're, you're playing Colgate. Like, why am I going to get up on a Saturday to go watch Colgate the and, and, and then worry about, are you arresting me in the target tells me, right? But now you want to say something over?
1: Yeah, I was going to say, you know, in, that, in, the, in the early 90s, I know you, uh, me too, we lived on Bush campus, so you're like, I'm better off just taking care of business in the dorm and then stumbling over to the game. So well, I think right, that's your point.
0: That, that is a good point. You don't have to worry about are you police arresting you if you did that, right? You can walk over the game. Mm-hmm. So now we get to 2014 in the Big Ten. We're in the Big Ten. Now there's a reason for students to show up, and Penn, it's Penn State. It's the first time we get Penn State on campus, ever. We only played them at Giant Stadium. And this night was out of out of control, right? So you got fans like me that are all amped up that we're good. And by the way, we were good. We were good. And and, and they sucked. We should have beat them. I'm still pissed we lost that game. We should have won that game. And we should have won the game. But So I thought we were going to win the game. Everyone's juiced up. The students are juiced up. And look at this. They have no place to go because they don't have cars. So they just show up and drink wherever. Well, guess what? They're drinking around my car, right? Um, that blue car there is my car. I don't know these kids. So next slide. So craziness ensues. So the picture on the left is really what happened after, right? So these kids show up, they drink and they, they just leave. They don't clean anything up, they just leave. But the picture on the right is they're like locusts, almost. I mean, at the end of the day, that's a that's a bare ass right there. That that That's a young lady peeing on my friend's car. I mean, that's, that's that's our tailgate. Now, I told you before, I had a fraternity brother who peed in between cars. He peed on his leg, right? And maybe she peed on her leg too. I really don't know. But I know he peed in between his own cars, right? This young lady's peeing on between my car and my buddy's car. So, of course, I'm upset about that, right? And I will tell you that the next year after this, there was another kid and it wasn't as crowded as this. It wasn't crazy. It was a it was it was a much more mellow game. But my wife was in the car with my younger daughter, who was you know three years old at the time, and <laughs> she was in there. It might have been nursing her. I'm not really sure. But they were taking a break, and all of a, all of a sudden, I was nursing like, okay. at three. Okay, obviously it wasn't <laughs> nursing, but but they You know what was probably my <laughs> my younger daughter was probably in there with her iPad, and my older and my wife was probably in there just keeping an eye on her, but. And, and in any event, all of a sudden I see these cops rushing towards my car, right? And I'm like, like the way they, they, they double park the cars at Rutgers, you know, first car pulls in, the next car pulls in behind. So we were tailgating behind, behind the second car. My car was the first one in. So I was the second car back, right? Where I was tailgating second car. I see all these cops like come up and surround my car and they grab a kid, right? And, uh, I, I, like, I pay attention because I know my family's in the car, and I hear the cop going, "Put it away, put it away," and and the kid, the kid's, you know, he's up, he's got his hands behind. He's like, "How can I put it away? My hands are behind my back." And um, they were telling him to put his junk away because he was, he was, he was pissing on my car, right? So this guy drops trout, pisses on my car. The cops get him, right? And and so it's hilarious because he's like, "How can I put it away?" Right? So I'm laughing but then I'm like my kids and my wife is in the car. So as I'm walking up to, to get involved, my wife opens the car door and the cops go, oh my God, look what you're doing. You're peeing in front of this woman, right? And, uh, and my wife goes, yeah, my three-year-old's in here. And the cop goes, that's it, endangering a minor and they freaking they push them against the car, cuff them and take them off. Uh, so twice, you, I talked about the downfall, right, twice, when your car gets peed on, or next to, things are getting out of control. I'll tell you something else that happened back around this time with tailgating. And again, students are smart kids, right? Um, we hope so. I think they're smart. We were just lazy. But when you have big-time opponents, the students get less lazy. So here's what they would do. They would go, you know, no more fake parking passes. Rutgers figured that out. They made these crazy medallion you couldn't You couldn't fake them anymore. But you could just buy them on StubHub, right? So these kids would buy, this is amazing. They would buy one parking pass on StubHub, and they would have two guys, maybe the pledges. They would show up, they would get a, a pickup truck and they would show up and with the parking pass and they would park their car. Now it was like a game of Russian roulette because you're coming in with your family, you're parking boom and boom, pickup truck comes next to you with two kids. And then they get out of it and disappear. They disappear. Two hours later, two hours later, a guy shows up with his DJ equipment and the, gener- the generator is already back there. The DJ equipment, and now you got a hundred kids out of like a freaking techno rave going on around one pickup truck and my tailgate, right? And other people's tailgates as well. Crazy, isn't it? So we end up lo- leaving the blue lot and we have to go to the purple lot because we got old.
1: Yeah, yeah, you sound like a cranky old man. Just we're hitting uh, right on the spot with that.
0: Oh, I'm cranky. I mean, listen, if if, when I was that age, it's all like I said, they, they buy a parking pass for like 50 bucks, 100 bucks. And then they have a freaking 100 per they have basically a fraternity party in the parking lot next to my house, next to my car. And and that's what they leave. They leave the the beer cans. Again, you're right. I'm I'm cranky about it. So I have to move my parking lot. But um, anyway, next, next slide. But you can see we didn't quit right away. You can see we get Ohio state coming to town. We're still decorating. We're still going big time. We still got the team going, still celebrating. Next slide, please. So then that gets us kind of, you know, that this picture was from two weeks ago, but you know, we moved to the purple, lot. we had some great times in the the purple lot as well, but you know, I think as all Rutgers fans know, and I I know some people out there, if you're watching this or listening to this, you're going to tell me I'm not a real Rutgers fan because, uh, I gave up on them, right? Well, I didn't give up on the on the team. I gave up on Chris Ash. That guy was the worst thing that I mean Terry Shea was bad, but we already weren't tailgating. We already didn't have stuff going on, right? But Chris Ash shows up, he's got no energy, he's boring, and he can't win, right? And oh by the way, every game is on the Big Ten network, right? So why do you need to go to the games anymore? And and I got kids growing up, and then we just Get rid of the season tickets. And it's a it's a shame, but that's what life does. But we blame Chris Ash for that. So fast forward two weeks ago, I show up at Rockers, and this is what gives me the impetus for tonight's uh conversation. Things have changed. And I know I've only been gone for for, for three years, and one year was COVID. But the night's still there, right? He didn't recognize me though. I, I thought he would. He'd been to my tailgate so many times, I thought he recognized me, but he didn't. But People are there, crowded, crowded parking lots. Um, but let me tell you something about the, the the changes. Okay, so a couple of the changes. You used to not be able to walk out of your parking lot with a beer, even if you were a grown adult, right? They would there would be cops if you left like this. There's like rope around the parking lots. If you walked out, they told you to pour it out.
1: You tell him, Samantha. You boo him right. <laughs>
0: So if, if, you, if, you, if you walked out of your parking lot, you couldn't bring a beer with you. Well, guess what? I show up there two weeks ago. I walked from the Scarlet lot over to, over to the uh, Block R tailgate, which I'll get to in a second, with a beer. Nobody said a word to me. Now, maybe because I look like I'm a grandpa, but the fact is you could walk around with a beer. The second thing is they got this Block R tailgate party now. So you, they have a spot where you can go and buy beer and food instead of tailgating at your car they never had that before right and, and you know maybe they had that a couple years ago but it's big they got bands playing there um, the other thing I noticed is at the end of, of the road when you walk from the yellow lot the purple lot the blue lot and you walk down towards the stadium there were always dumpsters there and cops standing right there telling you dump't it don't dump and they weren't nice cops by the way they were and I understand because they're dealing with a bunch of drunk idiots but Dump it, dump it, dump it. So, you you know, people would be standing next to it, guzzling, throwing out full beers because you could not go past them towards the stadium. I didn't see that at all when I was there two weeks ago, which, uh, by the way, I think it's great because I think if you're responsible, you should be able to drink a beer, right? It's at, you know, you're at a football game. Um, but I think that's a big change. Electronic tickets. So you used to get tickets, right? Like ticket stubs, you get them mailed to you. You rip them out of the book. You show up to the game. Oh, I got my tickets here. I, I'm going to sell them to a scalper. Electronic. Now I, I got to get my phone. I got to have it on my phone. Then I got to show it to the. Got to show it to the guy. He scans the barcode. I mean, the world is the world is changing. So that's that's how some things have changed. And then I think the biggest change, if we go to the next slide, the biggest change is, you know, Rutgers, and, and I know this happened probably ten years ago. Uh, They built a a private club uh, in the mezzanine section of of the stadium. It was the Audi club. Now it's the Provident Bank Stadium Club. And I could never get in there before. Um, And, of course, you always want to get in there, right? Like, what's going on in the club? What's going on in the club? And I was fortunate enough two weeks ago to get into the club. uh, uh, Somebody was able – yeah, actually, I told you before um, off-air that Samantha, my daughter, uh, shamed me into uh, taking her to the first game of the season on social media and part of that is i was able you know somebody felt actually not bad for me they felt really happy for her for shaming me and gave us two tickets into the into the club so we're very fortunate so i get into the club right all this hype all these years i finally get into the club and i go and i get a beer and it's free i mean think about this i'm in rucker stadium i'm getting a free beer after all of those years right i get a free beer and damn if it wasn't warm
1: Oh! boo oh, oh!
0: Heartbreak! But never has a warm beer tasted so good. Because <laughs> I was in the club. I was in the club. I'll tell you another funny story about being in the club. You know the high rollers are up there, right? So I'm up there and uh, I see Marco Battaglia. Remember Marco? All-American tight end when we were students?
1: Had a huge game against Penn State at Giant Stadium. That's right. That game you were talking about earlier. Monster nice. game. Guy's
0: unbelievable, right? All-American. You know, and he he comes. He works for the development department. So he, he raises money for Rutgers Athletics, right? So that's where they're all hanging out. They're all hanging out with the high rollers, right? So he comes walking by. He's a classmate. Alexi Lawless is a classmate of mine. Marco Battaglia is, right? We went to school together. We can talk. So I pull. I call him over, start talking to him get a picture with him. Funny story though. You know, he says to me, he goes, Oh, how long have you been up in the club for? And I say, uh, today, first day, I got free tickets. Cause Oh, good. Um, I gotta go somewhere else. I'll see you later. <laughs> I mean, that's what happens. If I said I was, you know, I just bought in this year. He's my best friend, you know, but what I didn't get cause he ran away so quick. Cause I wasn't a high roller. I forgot to tell him. I used to draft that guy in fantasy football every year with my last pick because he was a Rutgers guy and I had to have a Rutgers guy. And I was so happy when Ray Lucas got in the NFL. Cause then I drafted Marco Battaglia and then Ray Lucas. And as you can imagine, I didn't win too many fantasy football league titles, but I had the Rutgers guys on my team.
1: That sounds about right.
0: So Obi, I think I'm about to wrap this up. If you, if you want to go to the, the last slide here. So this is, this is just a picture of lifelong friends. Um, you got tattoo, stump, roadkill, and spaz in this picture, right? And these are these are guys th- who met back in the early '90s at Rutgers, who went to a couple of those tailgates I was talking to you about there, and started the Days and Nights uh, tailgating team. And the journey we've been on since undergrad years to now with kids um, has just been, you know what college is all about what tailgating is all about um, and what Rutgers is all about and so that's why I ended with this 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 (laughs) has no other reason other than I just think that tailgating is special and for those of you are listening that tailgate you have your you know you heard what my journey was I'm sure you have your own journeys and uh you know I just I love tailgating (laughs) I love Rutgers and uh I think Samantha's going to make me get my season tickets back so Obi, we'll be with that i'm done do we have anything to talk about on the uh next uh, drinking from the garden hose podcast i know you've been showing up our, our twitter handle on here uh and people will be able to find this on youtube as well
1: they'll be able to find this episode uh with the pictures uh if they've listened uh via one of the many podcasts on me my scotch and i on youtube uh, of course uh you can find us like you said many times anywhere you can find podcasts and uh I think that's it i hope they they download this episode hopefully we'll have it up uh probably not by tomorrow morning um but uh before the weekend's through next episode will be up on the following friday the only question i think everyone else has now is are you you going this weekend delaware
0: (laughs) i'm i'm not going this weekend i gotta see this is the part about life like my parents 50th anniversary is this weekend and then you know like it's tough to go every weekend but yeah I, i missed it you know i felt you know, so I showed up at that game two weeks ago. I'll tell you what. I felt – talk about embarrassing. I, I showed up there. I knew I I knew I had passed this to the club. I showed up with a cooler with two beers in it. That was it. That was the only thing in my tailgate when I parked in the parking lot. Um, and then, you know, like I said, I walked around. We got to the block bar tailgate, got another beer, and then we went up and got the warm beer up in the club. But um, it's a different experience when you go to a game and don't tailgate. You, you just feel like something's missing.
1: So well, – I'm going to be at RU on Bush campus uh, this weekend. That's someone I have to visit and drop off some supplies that he's been sending home and not to his PO box. So maybe uh, maybe I'll stay at 1230, 1 o'clock and hit up the tailgate and, and share some pictures uh, with you and the rest of those folks uh, who are following us on at Hose on Twitter. And we'll see. We'll see if uh, my recollections match yours and if the new world is uh, everything you make it up to be so uh, until those pictures may or may not get posted and you hear from us again next friday i'm obi that said this has been drinking from the garden hose